0: I'm Amrita Vijayaragavan. And
1: I'm Andrew Stevens.
0: You're listening to Don't Don't Think Think Twice. Twice. (laughs) Don't Think Twice. Don't Don't Think Twice.
1: yoga class. I rolled down my mat, got my blocks, got my blanket, bolster pillow, (laughs) everything laid out. And then class started and I was like, nope, not feeling it, not, not, not into it, not having a good day. And I just picked everything up
0: that's such an empowering thing in fitness classes sometimes is when you're, you just leave. Cause you can't, you know, that it's either the not the right class for you mm-hmm. or it's like not the right level. It's too hard or it's too easy. Or you just don't like the energy or the, you know, or the instructor's playing all Maroon 5. <laughs> you know, you just say, that's it. I can't handle it. Yeah. I can't handle it. One now, of those days. Yeah. It was just one of those days. And I, and I repainted my nails probably six times. Because Until my cuticles were shredded because I just, yeah, I know they don't even look good. Um, they look of, all
1: right. I mean,
0: they look all right.
1: <laughs> they're not, they're not your best. That's not my best. They're boyfriend. like a, they're like a pretty and pink, pink. What is that? A prom pink? What do you call that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sweet Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh God. Um, it's, it's a pearl, pearlescent pink. Um, I like the color. It's it's very it's for Barbie prom. Mm-hmm. That's what I was kind of going for. With this I like color. that. But yeah, it just like they're not well done.
1: You know, there's need. some execution problems. I see. That's here. the
0: problem. And I did them like six times, and there's still execution
1: problems. Same color every time. Nope.
0: Different color. Different colors. I cycled through a bunch of them. I was supposed to meet um, meet these guys for lunch we almost had a studio audience today we lost our studio audience just in the nick of time (laughs) um and i just couldn't do it i was like i'm sorry i can't meet you for lunch i can't
1: because you just don't want to leave the house i
0: couldn't do it and then eventually she was you know she was like well how about coffee and i was like i was like are you still gonna be there in half an hour and she's like no i'll just come we'll just come to you and then she comes in the door (laughs) guns blazing and she was like what
1: What's wrong? You can't
0: be bothered to come uh-huh. out to have lunch with a friend. What? You know what? I'm only here for two reasons. I'm here to return your voice recorder, I'm here to use the bathroom, and then I'm leaving. In fact, are you going to toss me out on the street? <laughs> she literally said that, and I was like, oh boy. You're so cranky. I love it. Well, you. yeah.
1: Mm. It was great to see them because mm-hmm. when I got here, they were. But we're here. Things are better. I had a rough day, too. Mm-hmm. Um, by that, I mean I had to go into the city on a day off. Mm-hmm. And I had to go to an office and sit through a terrible training. Oh, God. Uh, with lovely people, I guess lovely people. Although I was sitting next to a woman who is the <laughs> development director of Liberty University, which if you...
0: If, is it a non-accredited like, Christian uh, university It's a Christian
1: shit? university. It's like a Bob Jones University. Oh it's, like a, it's, like a, it's like in central this is Virginia. Like
0: a, this, is a, this is sort of a general training for, across different companies.
1: Across different Mm non-profit entities Mm -hmm. um anyone and everyone and she was sitting next to me and she was like you know that kind of um training participant who is like oh well what about my particular we all hate these people it's like when people ask questions about like what's my well okay yes thank you for your training but like my you know liberty university has God as its core and like blah 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 blah.
0: How does this paperwork relate to God?
1: <laughs> and so then the whole class had to come to a, a screeching halt so that Liberty University Development Director could have get her, specific yeah. questions. Yeah.
0: You know I hate those people at work. You yeah. know I hate that. Meetings. I mean meetings are the worst and no one should ever have meetings. But if you're gonna have a meeting, save your questions that are extremely specific. I mean we, we're in a class, you and I are in a class mm-hmm. and we have that problem in class too where people will ask the thing that I hate even more, at least... Is when women- they couch
1: it like they're not?
0: Yes. I was going to say, like, like, at least...
1: say... Like, the woman's like... So now, say, say you worked writing- at, like, a religious institution that yeah. was in, like, southeastern Virginia and that you were really interested in evangelical mission work and, like, finding grants just for that. Hypothetically. Just hypothetically. You know, just throwing it out there as a good example. This is,
0: this is what the people in our class do. It'll be like, say that you were <laughs> writing something that was set in North Dakota <laughs> And it's very season, seasonally episodic and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, we know you're talking about yourself. We know you're talking about Fargo. Just say <laughs> okay. it. And actually just save yeah. it until after class. Yeah. So nobody wants to know.
1: So I snuck out of the, I didn't sneak out actually because I was, I was an idiot when I came in because there were plenty of free seats, but I walked all the way to the opposite side of the entry.
0: So you didn't sneak in. And you sat s- by and the sneak window. Out. You stormed out.
1: Yes. I just stood up mm-hmm. and with all my stuff and I had a lot of stuff. So I took my time i was also sitting next to a woman who did not stop coughing (laughs) she was on the other there was a liberty lady me and then this woman who had something stuck in her throat
0: why did you lie and say that you were in the room with a bunch of lovely people
1: i mean because you were trying
0: to make it seem like you weren't so sour about being there
1: yeah they were fine people they were fine i don't know about the coughing lady she (laughs) didn't talk she just coughed but so yeah so i so i left i did what i needed to do it was uh around wall street it was like in the middle of the day so it was just like a bunch of suits getting lunch you know that whole sort of thing yeah. and, um, and got out of there
0: this was in the financial district it was, yeah the, was in the
1: financial district and got out of there came back to brooklyn smelled the fresh it brooklyn felt air
0: so much better yes yeah so. well you know i'm here hey, i feel wanna, better i know i feel better i feel better that you're here i really do It's the beginning
1: Um, of the weekend. We should get out of our rut.
0: Yes. Oh, definitely. It's a whole weekend of like a lot of really good things ahead, I think. Um, You want to know something that will make you feel a little sour though about, because I know you you came back to Brooklyn to go to the gym. Yes. So I was, I went across the street, I was at the the same gym this morning, went across the street to get coffee and then was sitting there, looked out the window and realized, you know that building that's been under construction for a really long time next door to the Christian science reading room?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. On Bush.
0: Yeah. Do you know what it's going to turn into? You're gonna vomit. Okay, let me let me think. Think of the thing that think of. It's two things. Think think of two. It's things. It's a commercial. It's a commercial, a, it's space. A commercial space. Okay, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's not two, just condos.
1: Mm-mm. And it's two things.
0: Mm-hmm. It's two, two things, things that will disgust you. That you were like, if you were if you were to pick two things that you were like, oh, there goes the fucking neighborhood. What uh,
1: would you pick? A bank.
0: Oh yeah, no, that's see, that's a that's a very intellectually. Um, okay,
1: so it's not a bank. So it's mm-hmm. a retail. It's a it's yeah. a food, It's food.
0: One of them is food.
1: One of them is food. Okay.
0: Grocery, more specifically.
1: Like mm. a Trader Joe's? Like yeah. a tiny, tiny you, Whole Foods? Remember,
0: remember, yes. Think about, think about that. A
1: 365? Think about I know the they're thing. doing remember this remember new when we store.
0: Went, we, when we were trying to have a barbecue in this apartment? We were trying to like grill burgers out on my fire escape. Mm-hmm. And we went to a certain grocery store and you were like, their ground chuck costs $14 a pound. This costs 99 cents at a yeah. regular grocery store. What was
1: that? Where was that
0: Union Market? So <sighs> I know you hate Union Market so much. Okay, so Union Market, which is a Brooklyn specific chain, very she she, and the most obnoxious na- uh, partner that it could have in the same building a f- soul cycle. Soul cycle. I was gonna say soul cycle. Really? I was gonna say soul cycle. Because, like, if I mean, obviously, it's very stupid to say there goes the neighborhood because we're in Park Slope yeah. and you know, there goes the neighborhood is something that happened 20 years ago or whatever, 15 years ago, but.
1: There goes the fucking neighborhood. Yeah, and there's a cycling so studio cycling. a block away. Two uh, blocks away.
0: Yeah, and I like kind of a cute like mom-and-pop yeah. local Brooklyn. There bike goes room. that. Yeah, yeah, and also there goes the Christian Science Reading Room, for that matter. How are they going to be able like, to... Are they a non-profit?
1: Do they have to pay taxes? I don't know. I don't know how they're set Are they up. a religious institution? There's also a grocery store across the street.
0: Two grocery stores across the two? street?
1: You're right. There's a whole... There's a natural... So there's going to be a union market, which oh. sells like expensive things overpriced things overpriced things there's but a block away from that there's a natural food store and then across the street there's just a regular food yes.
0: store so i was i I actually went to the, i went to the the regular food store that one is overpriced too but whatever yeah and i actually took um a screenshot of my phone when i walked in for your benefit because we've been talking about how you know how our devices are recording us at all times yes. right so and in fact i was just talking about this with our, with our friends over here and and he was like oh like uh, I just got an email from work about how HP laptops are very sus- susceptible to the keylogger thing where people are recording your keystrokes. And I was like, yeah, but you know, everything is recording everything now. But so so we've been, we've been talking, you and I have been talking about how Google Photos like keeps track of where you are at all times. And mm-hmm. then we'll give you notifications that are like, hey, don't you want to take a photo at the such and such location. So, this is what happens when I walk into the grocery store. Oh, no. Yes. So, it's
1: the grocery store. So, it says, Google wants you to take Joe, a picture Ryan of the- and
0: Joseph's Key Food Market is a, <laughs> is a popular location to take photographs. No. But is it? Do people take pictures inside the key food? I don't think that's true.
1: Like this whole. No, of course Look not. Look at this <laughs>
0: broccoli slaw I found. <laughs> it's
1: a terrible world. I mean, um, well, you know Jed has been susceptible to marketing lately. Probably be Uh-oh. maybe he doesn't want me to mention it, Tell but me. he's bought uh, two different pair of sneakers based on Facebook ads that have showed up oh. in his feed. Oh, stop <laughs> it! Really?
0: Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. I think um, now that like in Instagram is is part of Facebook, mm-hmm. when you go into the Explore section of Instagram, certain things have been coming up that like. I can tell that it's mining my Google searches to, to show me what what I should be looking at because it's things that I'm not actually interested in. Is like, this what's happening. Yeah, because because usually when I go to the Explore section of Instagram, it's all like men in underwear yep.
1: and drag, I'm opening up my drag
0: queens and makeup and.
1: <laughs> so I just opened up my Explore <laughs> section of Instagram and then showed Amrita, and it is legitimately uh, drag queens. Jim Carrey, did he, Jim, did Jim Carrey just die?
0: Oh my God. Please tell me that we're not about to do Oh no, it's a joke. It. It's a meme. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> the first, it's like one of the scrolling Instagrams. The first one says Jim Carrey, 1962, 2017. Mm-hmm. And then you scroll it and then it says, woke up peacefully today. Oh God. So.
0: That's hor- horrifying. Yeah. So basically I opened mine and uh, there's RuPaul. There's, there's some nail art. Um... But, you know, it's it's it tends to be pretty... So, I, I feel like, oh, Instagram knows me, right? But but I've been looking recently for, for bridesmaids. Do you follow
1: this lady? I don't follow her either. No, I don't. Okay, it's Nikki Redcliffe. She's like, I don't know, 80? And she dresses is like... Is she like a fashionista? Yeah, yeah. She's like I love that, actually. Yeah.
0: So, oh, oh my, my latest favorite Instagram follow. This is a hot tip. And, like, seriously, do yourself a favor. Follow Diane Keaton on Instagram. Really? You... Th- uh, I was skeptical about it, but it has been 100% worth it. Um, yeah, look at all these drag queens. Anyway, so the point is that I've been looking for for uh, bridesmaids dresses, mm-hmm. and you know, it's not like I have an avid interest in like blush-colored floor-length dresses, like yeah, in it's a not vacuum. You at all. <laughs> right. So, but I open up the Explore section of Instagram, and there's all these pictures of like women wearing. Blush colored floor Ugh. length dresses. And it was, it, was, it was an eerie moment where I was like, oh, I see what's happening here.
1: Well, it makes me think what do I Google? I guess I only Google men and drag queens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say porn. <laughs> I mean,
1: well, that's what I mean. That's, yeah. you know, right between the lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. it's pretty bad.
0: I kept an eye out today at the gym to see if I even did a lap. Because, you know, because I have such a uh, avid interest in celebrity spotting. I'm obsessed with... Not, oh, I, this
1: is what I wanted to ask you.
0: Yeah, not just celebrities, but I'm more interested in, like, CD list celebrities. Like, people that, like, it, you know, anybody right. can see, like, a, a whatever. Well, like I wanted to ask you, beyond. what's
1: your most favorite... Celebrity. CD list celebrity sighting oh, you've ever had.
0: Well, let me just finish this. The thought though about the gym is that I was hoping that I would see one of the two porn stars that works out. Yeah, at so we gym. have
1: two porn stars. Two well, two male. Porn one star. confirmed gay male porn star and another that's like. I mean, he's I'm very like famous. I'll, I'll, I'll say he's
0: a very very famous one.
1: Yeah, the one that's confirmed is like the most famous of the famous.
0: Yeah, I mean, we can say who it is, right?
1: Yeah, what Colby his? Keller. Colby Keller.
0: Yeah, I always want to say Colby Calais, who's a totally different person. <laughs> <laughs> like, Who I would not, I, mean I would not recognize her. What does she look like? I have no idea. Yeah. She's probably blonde. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's, he's, yeah, absolutely 100% definitely Colby Keller. Yes. Confirmed. He works out. I mean, I haven't seen him in a while. He must be on another road
1: trip. Yeah, no, he is. I mean, is I think, even, I don't know.
0: Oh, I was like, <laughs> is he? No, 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 no. I don't follow him. Um yeah no but there's
1: a potentially a second potentially a second one i've i've worked out next to this guy a couple times i did not know he was a porn star and then you know things happen in life you know um and then and then i was like i think i recognize that guy and then it took me a while to place it because he actually looks very similar to a friend of ours boyfriend who lives in the neighborhood (laughs) so i first thought it was him and i was like oh because it's i i saw this guy one time then a matter of weeks went by and i saw him again from a distance and i thought oh maybe this guy just works out at this gym now because mm-hmm. he's recently moved to the neighborhood but it's not this guy it's i'm, I'm speaking in very confusing language it's not the boyfriend of a friend
0: it's i actually think it's, it is yeah it's, it's the a gay it's a porn, star. porn star so so i actually did a lap at the gym even though i was going to a class today <laughs> i did a lap just to see whether they are there because I'm so obsessed with because I don't know I just feel really excited about seeing people who are m- like niche famous yes. or marginally famous yes. okay so um, um
1: so the, your the fa- your best about
0: my favorite
1: your so best sighting I'm very because go- living in New York you have a lot of like good I'm sightings I'm very good at this
0: I y- this is actually a tough question and I wish I, I had prepared for this question in fact because right. that's how interested I am in this question I um I have a very keen eye for C and D list celebrities mm-hmm. I can pick them out immediately, and I'm also very skilled at taking pictures of people on the subway.
1: Yes, I'm not. Yeah, you once had her twice. twice. Yeah, one time the flash went off. Yeah, the time other of time, I mean, that's a I was mistake. an idiot, and, and with holding... Well, because I'm a little taller, and I was holding the camera, but then I didn't realize the reflection against the glass oh, meant that the person yes. across the aisle oh, knew yes. I was taking oh, a picture no. of her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. And it was like a, it was um, it was one of those stops, like a from 125th Street all the way down oh to my like. My God! So you,
0: she had to give you the stick guy for through, like ten yeah. minutes. It was
1: like ten minutes. That's
0: hilarious.
1: And I just, and you like, were probably taking
0: a picture of her because she had a bad outfit on or something. I, it,
1: well, I, this was back when I was trying to understand what Instagram eye, eyebrows look like. Oh. And I was actually trying to take it for you to confirm if, if she y- was an Instagram or did not have Instagram
0: yeah. eyebrows. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean the telltale sign of the Instagram eyebrows is that they're ombre and disappear in the center. So they fade to nothing in the center, and they look like they were drawn on with a sharpie, but but they somehow but they're very to, thick on the outside. They're thick, yeah. They're thick. I mean, they're pretty thick in general, but like that they like somehow fa- they manage to like make them fade in the middle. Fade. They okay. look it's kind the of weird in real life, but they look when you see them on Instagram, you're like, wow, that person really has their face together, you know. Mm. Anyway, so C and D list celebrities. Um, yes. One, t- I mean, the thing that the things that I get really excited about are. I mean, we have a, f- a good friend, Tina, who's obsessed with seeing like real celebrities. And one time, we were at um, down by like on Atlantic, where that park is, where all those you know, there's like a playground down there. Mm,
1: well, sure.
0: It's not Brooklyn Bridge Park, but whatever. Um, and we saw Michelle Williams and mm-hmm. her kid. And at the time, she was dating um, that guy, Jason. Not Sedacus, Jason.
1: Segal. No. Yeah. Jason.
0: Yeah, the guy who, who from Forgetting Sarah Marshall.
1: The guy from um, my mom's, that sitcom.
0: Yes, How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother. Correct. So they were there with her, her daughter, uh, Matilda. Mm-hmm. And, and Tina made me pose in front of like nothing, in front of like a <laughs> fence, so that she could zoom in over my shoulder and take a picture. And this was a moment where she was caught red handed and we we were scrolling through the pictures and it's literally just michelle williams giving the stinkiest
1: m- stink stink guy <laughs>
0: stink like directly like fire into the lens yeah. it was amazing so that oh that happened um and who else okay so one of my favorites actually was uh i think i'll probably need to l- look up the name but maybe you'll know because you have a very good knowledge of real world right
1: yeah so Puck. Long- you saw puck
0: no, oh god, I wish I saw a No, I saw this, saw somebody from a, a later season than that. I think I saw was, a girl too. I think her name was Melissa, maybe. She had like really big lips.
1: What, ci- what, what city?
0: I want to say it was, oh god. Remember the season that had Ace from Texas? She was bisexual. That was like the big story. I mean, line. there's
1: always like one.
0: I know. Um,. I'm I, I'm gonna look her up actually because I think it's her, I think her name is Melissa, and I was really excited about it and I, I like texted people and I was like I saw this person from real and no world. one cared no one, first of all no <laughs> one even knew who knew real it was New Orleans real world New Orleans oh the Mormon Mormon no Mali- no no this one Melissa um Melissa she's kind of ambiguously brown oh Melissa
1: she had short hair she's and she was, brown she, she had a, kind of a big mouth big
0: mouth and um. Wow yeah so that was a, that was one that i was really excited about
1: you know i saw a real world oh. i i saw an even better one oh, i can who? i can up, up this one. Oh, i bet
0: you can tell me
1: um oh shit her name is escaping me um but i'm sure you'll be able to pick it out it was seattle so i was uh oh, i was seattle. In, mm-hmm. remember seattle yeah, I mean, yeah
0: that was puck was it no that was,
1: san francisco. Oh, that was san francisco sorry seattle was steven and yes what is her name? She slapped Steven. She called him gay and slapped him. Yes. What was her name? Oh my
0: God. Um,
1: I saw her in Union Square like three years ago and it was a moment because I'm not like you. I can't pick out celebrities that well. But it was a moment where I was crossing the street and just immediately was like, oh, what's her fucking name?
0: We're going to find out. I watched Hawaii very religiously. but Oh, yes. Um, Janet, Nathan, Rebecca, Lindsay, Steven, Irene. 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 It was Irene. It was Irene. It was Irene. I saw Irene. It was Irene. It was Irene. Oh, wow. That's really good. So that was
1: good. But that wasn't my best. So, my favorite, like, CD list spotting, because mm-hmm. I was proud of myself, was um, a Canal Street stop, Evan Lysacek. Remember him? <laughs> yes.
0: That's <laughs> such them? a good one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one that I loved. This was on the subway train. Um, was uh Miss Debbie Mazar? <gasps> Debbie Mazar? Yeah. Is that how you say um, it? She is a Babe and a half, really? in Real life, absolutely. Her makeup was on oh, point. I believe that she was wearing a cloak. I believe that too. And she just looked. She looked incredible. <laughs> and I was like, I get why Madonna was your best friend. Is your best friend? Madonna your best friend. Yeah. Really quickly, yes. I just want to mention what my—I have a surprise song of the week, okay. and it's one of these things where um, sometimes when an artist comes out with something and you have a prejudice against that artist, mm-hmm. you and then you end up loving the song. I feel like that means that the song is really good because it has overcome your extra prejudice, right? Yeah. So. Um, the artist is one that was popular. I think when we were in either in high school, maybe, maybe in college, um, it's called paramore, but it's like misspelled. Yes. And it's a, it was kind of like an emo. Is it like
1: a th- trio? There's like a woman know, there's a woman.
0: it? Yeah, there's a woman who's the, the lead singer. And I, I always thought of it as kind of, I was, you know, I don't, I'm not familiar with their catalog, but I always kind of put it in the bucket with like Evanescence yes. and kind uh, of like, yeah. her, you know, not not quite that gothy, but like maybe something emo. Something and, like that, yeah. And so they, they're making new music and they have this song called, um, I think it's called I, I Told You So or I Hate to, Hate to Tell You So or something like that. And I have been listening, and I'm not a person who listens to songs on repeat. I know a lot of people. Once you, f- you know, have that sort of habit, when you find yeah. a great song and you just listen to it a million times, I n- I never do that. I've really been listening really? to this song a lot.
1: You don't you don't play songs on repeat. I never. mean, I don't I don't uh, I don't, I do it rarely, and if I do, there's usually a section of the song that I'll play over and over. Yeah, yeah. There's something about like it that's really something that's stuck, like really interesting
0: stuck in my craw, and then I want to like see yeah. hear it again. But I, I very rarely would do that. Um, whereas my roommate. When she, when she had, there's a song that she's obsessed with, she will wear it out. Like she'll listen to it 40 people, times in yeah. a row and then be like, I can never hear the song mm-hmm. again. I never do that. Um, rarely I'll, I will, there'll be a song that I just, it just is like, for some reason, it's so stuck in my head that I have to have it playing externally because it's right. already playing in my head. Anyway, so this song is, is, uh, it's paramore it's paramore. <laughs> what was the title? Um, I think it's called a hate to hate to tell you so, or something. Okay, like that.
1: And this is like a song that came out recently Are you it just found out it. It came out this
0: week. It came out this week. Um, oh. I'll, I'll tell you what the, wait, thing. so it, how
1: do you list? How do you find new music?
0: So this song, okay, this is a great question. And I actually would love to hear your input. I would love to hear your input on it because I need new ways to find new music. And I feel that you're very good at it. For instance, when we were very... I mean, we've been very sad about the weather generally.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you were telling me that you were so sad about the weather. You were looking up real estate in Malibu or... What was it? Palm Springs.
1: Palm Springs. Palm Springs.
0: And then inspired by that, you ended up looking up uh, a playlist on Spotify that's yeah. like Palm Springs and it really like took you to another place. That's the type of thing that I need to do more of because I end up getting sort of stuck in my... Play- that, that's one of the downsides of Spotify for me because right. I end up get, sort of getting stuck in my own playlist ruts where I will kind of return to the same things over and over again unless I ha- have an inspiration to create a new list. Yeah. Um, so the song is called Told You So. It's just called Told You So. Okay. By and how,
1: how did you find it? So
0: I actually found it um, on Vulture because... So this is New York Magazine's uh, culture, music, movies, blog. TV blog. So this is a, the thing that I read compulsively at work to avoid doing work. And... <laughs> um. More on that later. <laughs> um, and uh, so they do a weekly thing where it's like our top 10, tra- or however many tracks of the week um, where the staff kind of pick out the things that they've been really digging on that week. And generally, like it's, it's kind of hit or miss, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but you listen every week.
0: I do, or I kind of read the descriptions of it, and sometimes if it's like, this is a great, like, ambient stargazer (laughs) shit, like, I'll I'll be like, okay, skip. Or, you know, or... You know, if I, you can tell, I can tell by the description if it's something that I'm going to be into. Usually I'll click on it if it's something like... <laughs> the description is like, you can just picture yourself driving down a highway with all the windows down and your friends in the backseat. You know, that type of thing. Yeah. That's usually the thing that I will be most inspired to click on when it has that type of description, especially when I'm aspirationally thinking about summer. Yeah. But anyway, so this song is... Um, I don't know what Paramore normally sounds like. I guess, I, like I said, I had a preconceived notion. But um, it, it is like a like Vampire Weekend, eat your heart out. It has a Vampire Weekend vibe to it, like island pop vibe. Okay. It's kind of blondie almost. Um, it's really good. It's really, really good. I'll, I'll have to send it to you, and I encourage everyone to listen to this song yeah i'm gonna listen to it i'm
1: gonna i'm gonna text you and be like this is the worst this is garbage like what kind of emotional state were you in when you listen no yeah no because that can happen too
0: that can happen too we can be
1: influenced and then we can go back
0: well of course and but the thing is that actually plays a big role when i do i like to do ever since the advent of spotify i've really enjoyed doing an end of year I usually hate end of year lists mm-hmm. and I hate the pressure of what was the best what music the that best, came out. Yeah. Like that means nothing. And it's, that's garbage. But what I like to think about is what was important to me that year. And sometimes when you revisit it, like if I go back to 2013 and I look at some of these <laughs> songs that are on the list, I can, they I did, know they it's don't not stand up to the song. test of time. It's not a good song, but, but usually I'll remember why I put it on the mm-hmm. list. So for instance, like if we're thinking about 2016, i mean, i look at the list of of 2016 songs um the fifth harmony song you ain't gotta go to work, work, no, yeah, work. Yeah. i mean that that is a good song i think it, in if like do i think it's like has a ton of artistic merit probably not hmm. but to me i mean I, I picked that song as an example because i have such a sense memory about that song about us being in fire island in june where and wearing high heels and doing a, <laughs> a walk off on the deck and how much fun that song is to strut mm-hmm. it out to. And I can, I do like,
1: believe I have a video of that too.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that, yeah, that was, there was you're only video. in
1: your bra on the video. Really? I mean, you have pants on. Okay, yeah. You yeah. have no shirt on.
0: Oh, well it's the beach, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but I have a, such a memory of strut, like how, how it felt that day and and what Jr looked like Mm -hmm. strutting it out and kind of (laughs) voguing a little bit, dropping it. Mm. And, um, that was so fun. And that song, so that song is important to me for that reason. It's, I'm not saying it's a perfect song, but it was, it is one of my favorites of 2016. Of 2016. Yeah. And if I had to pinpoint the moment, why that was the moment, why
1: that's a beautiful moment. That yeah. was a beautiful moment.
0: Yeah. So, um, so yeah, maybe this song. But, but there's been other times where I've been in like a dark moment. And then I try to get people to understand how passionately I feel about a song. And then they're like,
1: no, I one? can't go there so, with
0: you. Yeah. So this happened. I think it was you or it might have been not. But um, not a new song. But I was really, really got into the Fleetwood Mac album Tusk. Mm-hmm. which is kind of, it's less like, you know, you listen to Rumors, that's like every single fucking one of those songs is it's like, like a, a hit. pop hit. Yeah. Tusk is like a little, I mean, there's like a marching band. Mm-hmm. So there's some like epic moments, but it's not like sing-along pop music. Yeah. But the song, the title track, the song Tusk, is like a weird song. And I had this moment, I don't know what, I just really felt like I was so... It was so, speaking to it was you. speaking to me on such a reason. deep level. And I felt like the the moment that that led them to writing that song where they were all kind of fucking each other and cheating on each other they all mm-hmm. hated each other but they all had this fucked up codependent relationship with each other and i was like oh god this is so so deep man <laughs> and i was like trying to get other people to understand how obsessed i was with the song and they were like mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: well I need, so it's funny you say that you were going to ask me about finding new music because I feel like I'm also not very good at it. Mm. Um, I think Spotify works against me a little bit in that way. Absolutely. Actually, completely works against me in that way. Um, Because it's either things that you know you want to navigate to. Sometimes I'll go into like related artists and like there are people that I'll explore their catalogs, which is more of what I've been doing lately than new music. So we've talked about it, but I'm now, I've, you know, recently Dolly Parton's first album celebrated its 50th anniversary. Oh God. So I went back to the very first album and what I've been listening. Angel. I've been listening when I get like ready for bed at night. I put on a, the next Dolly Parton album if I, or what finish the one that it? I listened to. I'm, I'm in the sixties. I'm still in the 1960s. Um, it's, she's
0: just so, has such a huge catalog. She had so
1: many, I'm in the Porter Wagner year still. I I think she got her start with Border Wagner. Mm -hmm, Yeah, But this this album is like, he's on it a lot. Her Mm -hmm. her first album, he's not. So I'm probably like five or six albums, seven albums. I'd have to go back and look. She has so many goddamn albums. Because simultaneously, I'm also listening to Roy Orbison. They're
0: so good. They remain so good. Even like up through the 90s, 2000s. They're so good. Like White yes. Limousine, when did that come out? In the 90s, probably. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. such a good album. Like, I don't know. It's just like there was never a drop in quality as far as I can no. tell. Well, you'll have to tell me when you're re So
1: So far, it's just been like vintage Dolly like hit, Dolly after, hit. Yeah, hit after hit. Yeah. Country tunes. Um, some so great Roy ones Orbison's. I've never heard before. Wait, I thought you
0: were doing, were you doing Waylon Jennings? So no? I,
1: I've i been, you know, I've been on my Merle Haggard. Oh,
0: Merle Haggard. Sorry. It was kick. Merle Haggard. Okay.
1: Um, but I haven't taken the time to explore his catalog from beginning to end. Dolly Parton is is the first one, and then Roy Orbison. Roy Orbison, who's um, great, who's who's also great. So once I get through these two, I want to find someone else just to just to, It's interesting to listen to an artist from the, from the first album, especially oh, an artist that. who yeah. has like multi decade career. Mm-hmm. just to listen the prol- to a uh, really the, prolific the, person yeah yeah, yeah. and evolution. i feel like there's like
0: a lot of those that you could pick that would mm-hmm. be really fun so to spotify
1: do. is great for that for me it's great for that better for that than it is for finding new music i mean mm-hmm. they have like new music friday on spotify but all this stuff feels very uh prescriptive
0: it is and also i i don't know that i that i like their algorithm where they're trying to To understand what I like based on what I listen to, Mm -hmm. and I think maybe maybe that does work if you are somebody who's has a more—I don't mean this in a in a negative way at all—but if you have a more narrow uh, set of genres or genre that artists that you listen to, Mm -hmm. maybe that is great because then it kind of helps you branch out from those artists to to similar artists and similar genres. But for I feel like I I confuse their algorithm because I listen kind of to a pretty broad spectrum so they don't really know what to recommend for me and sometimes I get personally offended when I'm listening to the (laughs) Discover playlist and I'm like really? This is what you think that I this this is who you think I am?
1: Mine (laughs) flip flops I don't know how the algorithm works but I feel like it flip flops one week I'll have like a disco heavy Discovery Mm -hmm. album the next month I'll, next week I'll have like a country one. Yeah, so I, I've been I listening to a, a lot of classical country, music this week, so I'm interested to see what happens next week. Oh, I've been listening
0: week. to a lot of cl- Indian classical music this week, so I don't know what's going to happen next week. But I, I usually get a lot of really trashy club pop. Like really, yeah, like really, really bad though. It's generally very bad, kind of. Um, kind of very like like third yeah, third-rate dance music. You're
1: gonna have to look at yourself in the mirror about that one. Look,
0: I mean, I have I have no <laughs> really shame. Qu-
1: question question your choices.
0: I I don't I don't question my choices. <laughs> I fully I f- I fully support my musical choices on Spotify, and I feel like Spotify is not giving me the right things back. But uh, but but I do occasionally get like a country-heavy one. Mm-hmm. But they f- I think that it's weird because they sometimes. Are afraid, I think, to mix it up too much. They, so in the discovery Place, it'll never be like a country song. This and is what a I'm saying. There's something with the
1: algorithm yeah. that like chooses a genre and like a couple of genres maybe close by or something and, and packages them together because it doesn't. It's not reflecting what I listen to during the week. Because last night I listened to an all like a a, a Chopin sonata mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm.
0: When well, today's Friday, I haven't checked the yeah new. Do they do this the as Discover a discovery? Music Friday.
1: Discover comes out right? Sunday night or Monday yeah. or mid, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know how the algorithm works. But but I need to find uh, you Used to listen. There was another website that you used to. Um, oh, so,
0: so there's a few that I'd use. So I do. Vulture. Do the, I do the, that one. I mean, that's that's pretty. So it's there's not New very Music regular. Friday,
1: Spotify. So that's going to give you like. Yeah, I, I basically never listen to with that. The big releases. Yeah. I never listen and to. And it either. also
0: feels it's very it's a pro- promotional engine. So yes. I don't necessarily trust what I don't know. Right. I, I tend I basically never use that. Um, but the Vulture thing. Like occasionally, I'll use that too. Um, I do. Um.
1: Pop gun,
0: no, uh, stereo, stereo, stereo gum, gum. stereo gum. I, I, I do read that from time to time. Um, you know, it's it it it's tough because like there's a curatorial bent no matter what right. you choose, right? So I do, and I listen to um, occasionally listen to all songs considered on uh, the podcast. And you know those are that's just two hosts, so you're always going to skew towards what those two hosts are mm-hmm. going to be in. And into. their
1: research staff or editorial, they have, the they'll people. have like an intern come yeah.
0: in, or they'll have like um, this one like metal guy come in and do stuff <laughs> segments, um, which is nice. Yeah, they they often feature their interns towards the end of the interns tenure. They they'll get to like curate. They'll
1: throw them a bone. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and you know so and it's two kind of like as far as I can tell like middle aged white guys and. You know that's great, but that definitely lends itself to certain genres. Um, I uh, uh, what else? Oh yeah, so the NPR new music when they preview new albums, yeah. those I tend to gone be to some, that in a while. Those tend to be pretty like like more diverse, I would say than when you have a DJ curating a sync, like I
1: think that's sort of their mandate. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, But like I but again, I feel like all these things are pretty limiting and I want to know how other people are finding new stuff and new people. And um, oftentimes I feel like I'll stumble on things totally by accident. Like I'll hear a song somewhere and then and then try to figure out who it is. Uh, it used to happen to me in, in workout classes sometimes with pop workout music.
1: Ca- so workout classes is the <laughs> kind of thing where you're like really digging it in a spin class and then you look it up later.
0: Oh, and it has. And, and it's like, it's, it's terrible. terrible. It's terrible. Well, no, I've mm-hmm. had that a few times happen to me where the beat drops and like, and it'll be oh like, goodness. go up to 120 yeah. RPMs or whatever on your bike. Yeah. And I'll feel like. I've never been so fucking alive. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll look up the song later thinking like, this is a this was a it's life moment. It's like changing a Natalie moment. and Muglia, yeah, like, like, like remix. remix.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like I'm like oh pathetic. Oh my
0: god, it's that has happened to me more than once. But I, I will say that I I um I ended up becoming a Kesha apologist because of workout classes.
1: I'm just gonna let that
0: I don't think there needs to be more said about that. Let it hang in the air like a fart. Susan Miller
1: for the month yet? Yeah, it's like halfway through May. Of course.
0: Wait, I thought you had told me that you liked to wait till the end of the month.
1: No, 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 no. That's someone else. Oh. I'm, I'm a, I'm first a, I'm a first of the, month, first kind of the month girl.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: but see, the thing is, Susan Miller. Has gotten much better in 2017, but 2016 was a real rough year for well, her. Well, she
0: was having a bad year, though. Her mom Her mom died away. in like 2012
1: or Oh, did she? Mm-hmm. It was not 2016. <laughs> um, I thought for uh, some reason she was
0: having a rough no. time. She, w- she wouldn't publish until like the third or the fourth. Or the, the fifth. And it would mm-hmm. always
1: be like, I mean, she's an older woman, but it would always be like, my tech team is, I'm. My website. My word doc didn't mm-hmm. convert. Yeah. No,
0: it's like wet. Also, her website is very low budge. But no, so I have her app. You know, actually, I've almost texted you because I was on the train the other day and there was like this guy next to me. Totally. I haven't read my monthly one, by the way. Yep. Oh. Um, this totally like really. I don't know, just kind of a normal looking guy. I don't know why I'm trying to. I'm not struggling to describe <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> him, but he ha- he just didn't seem like the type, yeah. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had not only did he have the Astrology Zone app, he was like reading his. May, it was like the second. It was like May second or something, mm-hmm. and he was like reading through his monthly because I could tell it was like a really long one. And uh, I was like, oh.
1: And you didn't know? I be see like, you, boo. What I sign are you? you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want to be like. I wasn't trying to. You like, should
1: have been like, I'm Aquarius. When you're done. No, you're Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio. Sorry. Please. My mom's Aquarius. My I brother's know. Aquarius. I know.
0: Everybody. Most of the important people in your life are, are Aquarians. Aquarius. Um, I am an outlier. An outlier. It's true. And um, I'm very different from an aquari- Aquarian. Scorpios are very different.
1: See, I've never committed anything to memory except my own sign because I'm a millennial. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know what to say. But now, uh, so uh, yes, I have read When's Susan my Miller. Birthday? October
0: 22nd. You know, I don't know whether to be offended or not. I'm October 27th. Seven!
1: I, you gotta give me a week window.
0: No! I don't. Well, I well, know your birthday, like, I know your sign.
1: My birthday's December 31st. That, so that's just not a day you forget. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's because you're Capricorn and you're goat headed.
1: I'm goat headed. That's true. Well, I will say so I've read Susan Miller. She says that um Venus returned to its former strength on May 18th. Okay. And she tells me that so, when yeah, it no, comes to Venus, love, Venus
0: has been in retrograde, yes. which has been uh, which was as in I told you conjunction
1: with Mercury retrograde. It,
0: it happened at the same it, uh, they overlapped. Yeah. Um but Mercury I think went into retrograde first and then By the way, through- I want to interrupt
1: you real quickly to say anyone listening in New York or close to New York Just save the date, June 24th.
0: June 24th. Astrologically, very important date because we are having a uh, mashup of our two big um, projects. Yes. One of which is Spirits on Spirits, which is a um, lecture
1: performance thing.
0: Lecture performance series. And the other is Watershed, which is a really fucking awesome dance party. And they're coming together for one night only, June 24th. Yes. Uh, in uh, East Williamsburg, under a new a moon. moon, under a new moon in Gemini, and it's it isn't going to be an at all astrology blowout. So June twenty fourth. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I guess it is great. It is very apropos that we're talking about this right yeah. now. But yeah. Now no, Venus has been in retrograde. Uh, it went into retrograde a little bit after I think Mercury because Mercury went out of retrograde on in early May. So last uh, you know in the last couple of weeks and um and Venus is still going to be in it for m- much of May, and um, you know it, it was interesting. It, well, no, I guess I guess Venus went into retrograde in March because mm-hmm. um, I was strongly cautioned about
1: March and April, yeah, ca-
0: about taking care with romantic entanglements, which mm-hmm. is deeply ironic if you know me personally in any way. But <laughs> we'll move right along from that. No, so I haven't read my monthly Susan Miller. Uh, my daily today was about money and about how. Um matters of uh, inheritance or uh, money-related matters would be good for me. Um, I find that her daily ones are a little bit hit or miss. Although, yes. I will say that there have been some developments in an uh, inheritance-related case that I'm involved in. Well, you
1: know my... Se- oh, there has. You'll have to fill me in off- Lay- offline Offline mm-hmm. about it. Um, it's far too boring. But I will share my suggestion for you when it comes to daily horoscopes mm-hmm. and to everyone who who reads horoscopes my approach to the daily horoscope and even the weekly horoscope is to take an thing, average of several is to take the average of several you you know you go to your susan millers mm-hmm. you go to your Shani Nicholas's. Oh,
0: yes. No, she's so she that's somebody who's new to me. Yes, she's I, new.
1: I've just think, added her to the rotation. I
0: think she's great. She doesn't have an app, though. She, she does, doesn't. She has a website, but I actually really, really, really enjoy her mm-hmm. her roundups. And it's only been a couple weeks since I was turned on to her. And I
1: think she only does weekly.
0: She only does weekly. And but I've, I loved it. And, and it actually was uh, a tip from um, one of our co-curators for the June 24th yes. event was was sort of in preparation for that Uh so
1: yeah so you can look up these two you can look up um, one that I read every Thursday it's only a weekly one it's called Free Will Astrology mm-hmm. Free, Free Will You really Astrology have to say that carefully science. with your accent Southern it's hard to say
0: Free Will uh,
1: and then of course you can look at your astrology.com your horoscope.com um, mm-hmm. and your astroyogi.com mm-hmm. Uh, there's Astro Twins.
0: Astro Twins. Yes, I'm familiar so, with that one. So
1: I've just counted seven. So what you would do is you would read, um, probably four or five of them do daily. You read all those. Kind of and, take the average. And you kind of take the average. Okay. And, and you read the weekly ones. And the weekly ones, especially free will astrology, is always kind of very empowering. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much it has to do with astrology.
0: <laughs> as much as just, just affirmations. Just like, right? yeah, just like. You're doing the right thing. Yeah. You got it.
1: Yeah, well, Obstacles. that's kind of how I use them. It's sort of like a way to narrow down, a, a, like a focus for the week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's almost like um, anyone from in religious household, especially just like Christian households, growing up, because there is ours. this um, there is this little <laughs> booklet that you could get for free at church. And I know this is very popular in the South, probably popular in the Midwest too. It's called the Other Room. It's a tiny Not little. Not confused
0: with the bar in Manhattan. No,
1: it's called the Other Room. It's a tiny little. Um, Uh, magazine that we'd publish, kind of like a Reader's digest size magazine, and everyone I know, and I don't know if there are instructions that I never saw, but everyone keeps it in the bathroom on the toilet. In every (laughs) house in the South.
0: I've I've definitely never heard of this. I mean, I'm not Christian, so that might be part of it, but I'm curious to know whether that's... I've never seen another
1: room in any other room than the bathroom.
0: Interesting. And
1: it is like a daily devotional sort of thing, so it's basically... The same, same...
0: Yeah, it's just uh, something to meditate on. And right. and this is why I... So I, I...
1: It'll be a Bible verse and then maybe something that's like today think about about how 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 this applies
0: to your life so so i feel like i've been very um apologetic about my what i think is a sort of for me a newfound interest in astrology and uh and i always preface this whenever i'm talking to somebody by saying like i don't really believe this shit but
1: it's a bunch of bullshit yeah blah
0: blah blah blah, blah. (laughs) and you know i think that i need to to stop doing that because it's not relevant whether or not I, i mean i know it's not science i'm not I'm not, you know, living and dying based on what Susan Miller says about my month and it could be something totally different, you know, you know, and there's a lot of room for interpretation there, but I, I think I need to stop pre-apologizing for that because it is sort of the same as having your bible verse of the day or when you go to yoga in fact i was just talking about this earlier today Mm -hmm. because we have a friend who's going through yoga teacher training and um one thing that they encourage is having you know a theme for the class and then i started launching into this fake yoga teacher voice i actually think i would be a great fake yoga teacher (laughs) and i started going to this spiel about so lately i've really been thinking about this quote about keeping an open heart Mm-hmm. And shedding the vulnerabilities that we carry with us as New Yorkers every day, when we shield our hearts and don't let things in or out, and just kind of letting things come into our hearts. And so today we're going to work on heart-opening poses, right? So anyway, so it was a joke, but yeah. but um, but it's sort of in the same vein, right? It's yeah. just giving you a focal point to to for a your yoga point. practice yeah. or for your day or for your life or your behavior or whatever. Yeah. And um, I think there's nothing wrong with that. So I'm going to stop. So
1: I say, if you read a horoscope that you don't like. Then you just go to another website and you read another one, and then Until that's the find one what you should. You like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just so it's a matter of on. okay, take the average if they're all good, and just like, but if some of them are like, today is a very dark day. For you uh, avoid corners and yellow, then just like go to like <laughs> another one. And you're wearing one. like a mustard shirt, <laughs> <laughs> and you you're going to a corn maze.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, corn!
1: Cor- I said corners, and oh, the first thing I thought of was a maze. maze. What else has oh. corners? Everything has corners. Rooms, avoid every corners. room. Unless you live in a circular house. Oh,
0: that's interesting.
1: Yeah, I know a guy who lived in a circular house. It was half underground.
0: Wait, what?
1: Yeah, it was like a. Was Where was like this house located? In Georgia, in the mountains.
0: Was it a bunker?
1: It was on the side of a mountain, okay. so you couldn't see it when you were on the road. Mm-hmm. And then you and then you opened this like portal hole, and then you went down, and it, it was a circular that's house. That's definitely a bunker, is what you're describing. Yeah, it was a bunker. This yeah. was a
0: libertarian yes. gun bunker, wasn't yes. it? Okay, yeah. great. Cool. Just, just establishing <laughs> that. <laughs> um, so the, the question that you that I did want to ask you earlier that I never did mm-hmm. um, is um, kind of a serious one. Oh, I'm so, ready. So I wanted to ask about <clears throat> feelings and I want to ask kay. about uh, the last time you cried.
1: Mm-hmm. you're the second person who's asked me this in the past month mm-hmm.
0: was it like because i know it's that's one of those questions that like to grow closer to your romantic partner was it that <laughs> sort of scenario
1: yeah i mean jed just i mean he wasn't like it wasn't like a heavy thing he it's was like just like a curiosity yeah
0: um well okay yeah i mean i'm curious about it i think that um well, also this is not, this is a separate topic, but I think it's, it, there are not a lot of people who have seen me cry mm-hmm. generally in life and most of my friends. And even my sister was t- talking about, she couldn't think of the last time
1: she saw you cry, she
0: saw me cry. And she's like, you don't, you just never cry in front of people. And I was like, yeah, that's true. But what I, I, I last time, cause I've, I have cried in front of you, mm-hmm. I think twice. And, um, and I was very like, Affronted the second time because I was like, This is so unfair because now it's like super <laughs> well, inequitable. You've cried
1: twice and I haven't cried before.
0: times.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And I hate well, I hate vulnerability and I hate feelings. So anyway. <laughs> just know that you're unusual in the world, okay? God. Okay. Anyway. I'm privileged. Privileged.
1: <laughs> well, I can't recall the tw- the two times you've cried. So You
0: can't. Well, I'll will t- I'll give you a hint on one of them. And one of them was because I thought you were going to die.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you 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 really broke down there.
0: Yes, I did. <laughs> and <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, well cuz I thought you were going to die. <laughs> <laughs> you were injured. We had to go to the ER. No, it was good. Yeah. I was very very upset. Yeah. Anyway, um So the last time I cried Okay, yeah. uh was was yesterday. I need a second
1: to think about <laughs> well, I, no. I like how
0: I didn't have to think about that for a minute. Um, it has been on my mind though, because so so I think that there's something. Like, well,
1: let's set some ground rules. We're talking about crying, crying, like crying, crying, crying.
0: Cry, um, cry, cry. no, no, any any okay. tears, okay. It, it, even if a, a single tear. Leaked oh, that your happens cheek like, and, like weekly. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So this is kind of more what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm not re- like we can get into the like sob crying mm-hmm. situation. Like, yes, that that's a not, That's a different question, I guess. But um, so <laughs> something that that. I I've been thinking about lately is like when I do things and I'm like oh shit that's like I'm turning into my mom, mm-hmm. and um you know because we're in our 30s now and it's that's a thing yeah <clears throat> and I think
1: it's proud to, to be Rhonda
0: happening to both of us <laughs> it's happening <laughs> to both of us but one thing is that my mom like gets very moved by certain you know by things yeah and it's she, she's always been like that and and um and there was this like moment where it was like oh mom has like crossed a new line because she saw a not a TV ad but a print ad for a daycare.
1: Oh, no.
0: Which brought her to tears. She was just so moved by It was just like caregivers such, poor, and such poorly children. designed or something. <laughs> no, yeah. I wish that was why. She was like, like the kerning. She's like, oh, like children and caregivers. And look at this like nice girl who's like taking care of these babies. <laughs> and she was crying. And so, so um, and we just laughed uproariously about this, mm-hmm. of course. But then.
1: You were there when she was crying.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um,
1: what kind of magazine do you read to see? a? It was
0: like a newspaper oh, even. Okay. It was like, it was ridiculous. It was like a local ad. So, um, on a similar note though, and, and I actually emailed you and I emailed my sister about this yesterday. I was really, 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 really bored at work and I was going down this rabbit hole because there was recently this week, there was this viral video of Snoop Dogg at a festival in New Orleans.
1: It's brilliant.
0: Brilliant. Okay, so this woman is uh, uh, sign language interpreting, which is apparently a thing that happens at major festivals. You won't find it normally at a concert, but at like some of the really big ones, like Bonnaroo, that sort of level, uh, they will hire sign language interpreters for the shows, and um, and it's something that I hadn't thought much about because that's the privilege of being Mm able-bodied is that you don't really think about these things um another thing that i learned this week was about deaf colleges which apparently is a a thing where you can be you can go to a deaf college Mm -hmm. anyway this was all a spin-off of of, that started with snoop Dogg. (laughs) (laughs) um so so this video is incredible it's it's um a couple of different songs it's a transition between these two songs and it's this woman who's who's signing and she her her movements are perfectly in sync. She's kind of dancing. She's rapping along with her mouth, so she's basically yes. speaking. In, she yes, has two two languages simultaneously. She's signing, but she's also speaking. She's rapping the lyrics with her mouth, but she's signing. You language. have
1: to look this up if you haven't seen it. First oh my of God, it's all, so it's so like,
0: good.
1: It's so good. When I watched it, I was like, "This is what." And 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 I couldn't respond to the email that you sent me because I didn't know how to put it into words. But I thought this is what like rap is. It's like language put to to rhythm, which is really movement, like mm-hmm. rhythm is like a movement so of sound. So it actually sound. lends itself
0: really well to sign language in that way because it is... It's s- like there's all a physicality in one, like you it.
1: can't get more like rap-like than like...
0: Distilling it to a Distilling
1: that. it to a physical language.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, it, it is. it was really, really cool. So it, it's a very short clip. It's probably two minutes or, mm-hmm. or less. And then I... Um, I started to, I went down the rabbit hole of being like, well, who is this woman? Like, how, how is she doing this? She's brilliant. Clearly, I mean, it was, it's clear from watching this that you, I mean, she knew the songs. She knew the, the song. You have to. She was in perfect You have to sync. know what's coming. Mm-hmm. She wasn't behind, there wasn't even a delay because usually with the, you know, with the sign language interpretation, there's yeah. a couple she seconds. she was right on top of it. Right on top of it. And her, like, her physicality was amazing. So I looked her up. Her name's Holly Maniatti. So that's so Midwestern. <laughs> Nanny Addy. Um, I don't know how she pronounces her name. Um, she's this lady who's from a small town in Maine, almost on the border with Canada. So just a small Way town gal, and um, and she's hearing. She she's not deaf. She just kind of like decided that she had she was good with language. She went to to. Um, school for, for ASL mm-hmm. and, um, and was working for this. So I found this through a slate article. So also please look that up. It's from 2013. Um, she, uh, she uh, just on a whim, whatever, did the ASL thing. She was working for an agency, um, a, agency sign language, a sign uh, language agency. I'm... And um, her first big break was that she that all every one of her colleagues turned down this gig to sign language interpret for Marilyn Manson. And she thought, you know what? Why not? Yeah. Like, whatever. This seems crazy and weird. I'm going to do it. So I mean, she's not like into. She was never into rap, by the way. Yeah, she really didn't know anything about rap, and she, you know, she wasn't really like a musical person either. But she just had a good ear for language. So she she did it. She enjoyed the experience of doing the Marilyn Manson thing. Thought it was it was great. And was in while she was in college, was getting more and more into rap. And um, and then somehow I don't know. I don't know how it really. Sp- spun out from there but she ended up realizing that she had this incredible skill for translating rap mm-hmm. because she her language you know she's just one of those people who has a such a good ear for language that the processing you know center of her brain I'm not like this most people aren't like I'm this I'm not good she at she could languages. hear the words and then immediately be able to translate them like
1: Instantaneous instantaneously race.
0: So they have this great uh, anecdote in the article about how she's translating for Killer Mike at, I think it was at Bonnaroo, actually, or maybe a different festival. Um and uh and he didn't know what was going on he didn't know why she was there and he sees her there and he jumps down onto the platform with her because he's like what is going on here yeah. and he's <laughs> like oh my god she's interpreting and she's keeping up perfectly he can tell because she's mouthing along she's yeah. doing like she did she does a ton of research every time she translates mm-hmm. hours at, i mean know? it has to take that yeah well it was like 50 to 100 hours or something like that yeah. crazy and she tries to embody the the way that each rapper holds mm-hmm. himself or herself and um Another thing I thought was really interesting is that there's different slang, sign language slang. So if it's an Atlanta rapper versus a New York rapper. No, really? So there's different ways that you might sign the word like gun or that's a very violent (laughs) pick. But, you know, a a lot of different words might have different, you know, driving even might have a different sign language term in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So she does research on that to make sure that it, it speaks more so if she's like translating amigos versus like Jay-Z like
1: Luda's gonna get a yes. different sign yeah, exactly wow.
0: which is amazing I think, and you also have to be, in order to keep up with the speed you have to sort of make up your own signs so you're combining different things so you uh, might do this sign um, I, I watched a video this is a different interpreter but she's talking about the song the one with purple hair yes Oh she she's did, amazing she's too. amazing so she was talking about the song Fuck Up Some Commas and I can't remember who does that song. But she's talking about like, okay, I'm doing the sign for commas, but then I'm also doing it with my middle finger so that <laughs> so that I can so yeah. that I can do it fast enough to keep up with the spirit of what the lyrics are, but also try to convey both of those I'm at the I'm telling you, time.
1: if you haven't seen these things, it's
0: incredible.
1: I, I, like uh, it's incredible. Words can't describe. I had to watch every clip he sent me at least Four times. Yes.
0: So she there was an original clip. The reason that Holly it, that which one, is not Holly, even the best clip. It's not even the best. But the reason she initially came to fame, so, some level of internet fame, is because she was translating for Wu Tang Clan, mm-hmm. and um and she and like it's actually hilarious because like the outfit she's wearing is so just like unassuming nice white yeah. girl from Maine, and you know, and her hair and just everything her styling, and she's got the entire Wu Tang Clan behind her on stage. <laughs> And they're like and they're, and what's the song oh bring the motherfucking ruckus and she's like really so like <laughs> into it projecting it, yes. everything. the energy it's, it's not so good it's
1: not a sign language uh, interpreter is that what they're called interpreter mm-hmm. um on the side she's of the an stage musician. yeah like she's just doing it to to the, her whole body is moving she's dancing mm-hmm. she's and she has rhythm
0: she's embodying and she's music. Embo- yeah and, 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 head to toe so the reason that the, that we've gone down this long tangent yes. is because I'm watching all these videos. I keep watching more and more videos, and it's like I start to feel like emotionally moved by all of this. <laughs> so moved, in fact, that it was the it was the Kendrick video, and it was this other interpreter, this the purple hair lady whose name I unfortunately don't do not know, but she's also a popular rap um, interpreter, and so he's like rapping along to the, to his verse, to the song fucking problems. And it's just so ludicrous, like ludicrous pun intended (laughs) that like, I'm watching this video and I, I'm at work. I start crying.
1: Mm -hmm. I get it.
0: It's, this is so beautiful. And meantime, she's like miming, like, Girl, I know you like that me. And, <laughs> and and so then I started laughing because I was like, "This is absurd that I'm." It is really weeping. beautiful. It's beautiful. It's
1: beautiful. So that's all that. So you were you were tearing up at work. I was,
0: I t- actual tears came out of my eyes. So that was the last time I cried. And I and then again I thought to myself, like, okay, this is. Of course, my mom doesn't listen to Kendrick Lamar, but. This is like such a mom thing to be doing right now. Well, like, it's weeping over sign language interpreters. You and I have
1: constantly. cried at commercials of soldiers coming back from war and surprising oh. their kids. Or even, Bitch. and we are not animal people, soldiers, even their animals.
0: Yes. Soldiers coming back from war is my number one. Yeah. It gets me every time. Every fucking time. There's every this time. one video on YouTube. It's scored to like some sort of weird like Scandinavian pop it's song. It's just. It's an eight minute super cut. I've seen it probably 50 times. But it is a good cry. If you need a good
1: cry, just go good, look up soldiers coming home oh and surprising God. their families.
0: Oh my God. I uh, like it's like I've watched it so many times that I know exactly which one is coming up next. <laughs> and then I start crying <laughs> yeah. in anticipation of that like sob, ugly cry, yeah. sobbing.
1: It's it's uh, it gets me every time, mm-hmm. but support our troops. <laughs> exactly. Um, the last time I cried was actually, was this week. And um it was also to music, but it was actually to music. I'll make this short. I, no, no,
0: keep it long. I I just went on a fucking crazy <laughs> long tangent, please.
1: So uh Spotify has a lot of music, but there are there is some stuff that it just it doesn't have. Um every once in a while I find something that it doesn't have. Um especially when I'm going back into the catalogs of my own mind and my own experience, I'm like, oh that song or that album. Um and as dorky as it is, I, uh, one uh, like the thing that makes me cry
0: Don't consistently... Don't apologize by the way. Don't pre-apologize.
1: Okay. The thing that makes me cry is choral music. Because... Okay, let, hear me out. I mean, I know you're with me. You make a face like, you're with me. You're Beyond single. with yeah. you.
0: So I think I know exactly
2: what you to say. choral as
1: music as maybe maligned... Not, maybe it's maligned. I mean, it's just not thought of very much because it's such a um, it happens every week in churches and organizations community choirs it's just like in a different different way than other kinds of classical music and other music is but i would say for me at the end of the day choral music is probably the most beautiful music on on the planet because it is a group of people who have decided to, to do something simultaneously with their voices which for some reason just like really moves me so I was looking up don't even cut
0: that short though because it is yeah I mean it's it's coming together and like just I don't know the the consonants of voices that are on the same pitch and the, the harmony like I don't know it it requires a level of attention to to yourself and to your what you're doing but the, an incredible level of attention to other people within
1: the group yeah and
0: i think that is really moving the it's like that,
1: love and respect it's like the, all these like things that you have to have in order to make a and, choir and I think work knowing
0: if you've ever sung in a choir if you ever sung in a group if you've ever like sung in a gr- group informally in any way yeah. like you know how much attention it takes and you're paying almost more attention to the people around you than you are to yourself and there's that's really
1: and on top of that it come it's a it's a voice it's not an instrument, so it's all it's like the breath of everybody it's just like really yeah it's like a really beautiful thing so um there was a Moses Hogan was a choral director he was also um a very well known composer in that world and he died uh something in the late nineties <laughs> I can't remember if it's a brain aneurysm stroke heart attack something uh but he uh, lived in new york i believe some at some points but he was from louisiana or at least lived there for a significant period of time and he had the moses hogan singers now the moses hogan singers were a collection of probably 50 to 80 singers oh, wow. from from yeah from louisiana and the surrounding area of just like the 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 I don't even want to say the best of the best of like choral musicians. They were the, like the most connected to what it really means to make music. If that makes any sense, mm-hmm. these singer, and he was the conductor of the group and he also arranged all of these, um, spirituals and church, church music. Uh, but he put it in, into this, this African American vernacular that uh, it, into it, a classical he himself black. Moses. Yes. Hogan? Okay. Yeah. And the group was primarily, if not all black and
0: and what so see he died in the 90s so, so the the production the the music that they were producing was what in what era in 60s 70s 80s what
1: they were recording in the 90s
0: in the 90s okay okay
1: yeah and i think they may have only recorded one album i could uh, be completely wrong it could have been like a best of album that i heard but anyway there was one album that my that i heard when i was in high school, and every song it's just like you know it's like wade in the water yeah. it's like give me that old time religion it's like Joshua fit the battle of Jericho Elijah rock all these mm-hmm. things and but but this particular and all these things are performed all the time by choirs across the country in the world but this group was like the group and so this album was like the album and I and I wanted to listen to it I went to Spotify couldn't find it I I mean there are a thousand versions of it i mean he's credited a lot in spotify but i actually had to go to youtube and mm-hmm. even on youtube mm-hmm. there used to be a website called groove shark back in yeah the day, I, I know i yeah. remember that and, I, and <laughs> they got shut down i think they got shut down point. yeah yeah mm-hmm. but groove shark was the only thing i ever found that ha- actually had the album that i was mm-hmm. looking for so i guess one day i'll i thought about buying it off amazon but i actually don't have a way to get it i don't have like a cd, CD player player DTS drive yeah, yeah. So I found a couple of of tracks of Moses Hogan with the Moses Hogan Singers. It's very particular. They're not credited on YouTube very much. I just had to listen to a few and I was like, oh, that's the track. Um, And I listened to it and it was like five seconds into it. I was just like crying. It was just so, it's so beautiful.
0: Now, is there any instrumentation with it or is it just the voices? It's just the voices. Yeah, I think that's so, that's really powerful
1: and it was i was just sitting there i was like gonna go to bed i'm just i don't know what led me to that but i just sat there and i was like god i'm just like sitting here crying before bed (laughs) (laughs) so that was what monday like monday night (laughs) 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 so that was it so you know if anyone is curious go to youtube
0: well that's that's amazing because i've never heard of him i've never heard of this group i'm definitely gonna go check it out probably will also weep but yeah no that sounds amazing. Everybody for listening. Thank you. And um, we have so much good stuff coming up.
1: Many things. We have so many guests coming up.
0: A lot of really interesting guests. I'm probably most excited about our moms.
1: Our moms. We're going to
0: call our moms, uh, Janaki and Rhonda. Mm -hmm. They live in different parts of the country. They have a lot of feelings, a lot of thoughts, a lot of passionate uh, opinions. You're going to want to hear from them. Oh, definitely. Um, A lot of our friends um, with a lot of different. Oh we have so many stuff. Dating in New York. People who uh, hate things.
1: I hate things, yeah. That's specific. Um, And we're haters. So
0: <laughs> we always love someone who's gonna come on the show and tell us about what they hate. Um, you know, uh, gay stuff. But mm-hmm. also straight stuff. Straight stuff. Ask a straight man. Mm-hmm. This is a very important segment because I feel like we don't collectively we don't know that many straight guys. It's no. it's a function of the industry. I mean, we work in the arts, we're in New York, like I mean, whatever. Know, yeah. Also, straight people, you know, whatever.
1: Ooh, no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay.
1: She rolls her eyes and <laughs> makes a face off. Yeah, mic. I'm, I'm
0: a <laughs> I'm a self hating straight person. What can I say? Um, yeah, yeah. Ask a straight guy. I think that's going to be very illuminating for both of us. Just so stay. Stick around. Stay, stay tuned. Subscribe.